Hey, Marshall. Hello, Elizabeth. Are you ready to talk about Lost? Uh, I always am, and even more so after this yes. ringer of an episode. <laughs> On Jungle of Mystery tonight, we are talking about Season 1, Episode 19, Deus Ex Machina. Yes, lives up to the name. So as we were chatting before we started recording, I mentioned that I'm pretty sure I could fill this entire hour just talking about the last 30 seconds of this episode. Yep. <laughs> so we're going to have to uh, dive right in so that we have time to talk about everything. Yep. Because boy, oh boy, this episode is why, well, it's it's one of the main reasons why I think, I don't know if it was last episode, recently we were talking about, you know, if there were things that change every time i rewatch the show in terms of how i feel about certain characters yes Locke is someone that i feel differently about <laughs> almost every time i watch it i mean i pre- pretty solidly you know the latter half of my rewatches i've decided that not a fan but yeah. this episode is a big reason why i'm always tempted back towards Locke. it's uh it's a rough, it's a rough episode uh, for for him and his flashbacks. Again, yeah. just like so much stuff, I just like I would not I couldn't have predicted any of it. Like none none yep. of it was like any I don't even know how to put it. But you know, sometimes in shows you just kind of get a feeling of where things are going just because yep. it's like. But like I we talked about it before where some shows you watch them and you think oh, that's a trope, but it's because they set it up. And I feel like this was kind of an episode like that. Yeah. Where it's like, some of it felt familiar, but it was so wild in the context of loss that I feel like it's it's kind of set the precedent for just like a balls-out, insane (laughs) sequence of events. Oh, yeah. I mean, when when we talk about and, and hear about Lost being such an influential show, I feel like this episode is a big standout contender of you know prime example of why there have been so many shows since then that are just trying to copy what lost had <laughs> and failing miserably <laughs> yeah I and mean, this was something else so some things that you did predict was that this episode would be about Locke, and then also you mentioned thinking that we would see evidence of other craft crashing on the island and being drawn oh. to the island and that that would become relevant wow I don't even remember predicting that, but hey. So your go, your prediction was that there w- that there's also we'll see like military craft that have crashed, and that's where uh, Rousseau okay. is getting her explosives. So that's right. obviously we don't see any of that in this episode, but you were just saying in general you thought we're going to see other things that have crashed on the island, and then that one that will be something we see as to how Rousseau got her explosives that we saw. I was in the ballpark. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So let's dive right in. First, we can talk about the lighter part of the episode. <laughs> Not to, you know, Much quote, lighter. get it out of the way or anything, because it was delightful. It was actually a very good involvement with, like, we I've bitched constantly about when those three characters show up and just kind of how some of their interactions are like, but this yeah. was, was really satisfying. I enjoyed a, it. A really fun little B-plot with our, our golden trio. Yeah. Uh, so the gist menage of it... a <laughs> 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 No, I Well. Don't. Well. 
the gist of it is Sawyer's been getting bad headaches and Jack helps him, but, you know, has to be a little shitty about it, which I absolutely love. Oh, yeah. He's like, I, I'm going to get a one-liner, and if I'm lucky, I'm going to get a cool nickname out of it. Yeah. So, uh, I hate, hate, hate that this that I'm seeing this everywhere now with Sawyer, specifically. But when Jack does approach Sawyer to ask if he needs help or whatever, to, to ask about his headaches for the first time, and Sawyer is kind of like, it's not a tumor, right? You know, like, you can tell he's, like, being a little bit vulnerable and Jack kind of yeah. picks on him, but then tells him, like, no, it's not. It's not a tumor. That whole interaction and when Jack is walking away and Sawyer, like, throws some quip at him and Jack kind of laughs it off and is like, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Sawyer's face as Jack is walking away, all I could think <laughs> was that they have sexual tension, too. <laughs> <laughs> And I was so pissed. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad we... You know, it's like you're watching it for the 10th time, but when you bring some other degenerates into it, you get a little bit of perspective. <laughs> now, I will not lie. The Jack and Sawyer thing is something I've visited um, in the past. <laughs> <laughs> visited? Like, that sounds oh, really inappropriate. I just Oh, meant... yeah, you're right. It really does. <laughs> I did... Okay. Okay. Let me rewind. <laughs> wow. <laughs> By a lot. Um... You visited some documents. I simply mean that it is uh, something that can be discussed throughout the show. The potential for, you know, if there would ever have been anything between them. I mean, I'm going to go and tell you, obviously, no, because it's it's 2004. Right. So, sorry about it. But, you know, could have been. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Anyway. (laughs) Woo! You could not have phrased that. I phrased way. it in the absolute worst way. So I just good. meant. <laughs> Never mind. The, and the way you paused, you're like, that's something I've. Uh, because visited. I was trying to phrase it in not a weird way, and I picked the worst version. Yeah, you did a bad job. <laughs> of what I could have said. Anyway, Kate drags Sawyer to see Jack and, you know, admit to him that he has a problem and he needs help, and Jack does an exam on him and asks him. A lot of really unnecessary questions. It's very funny. That is just hilarious. Yep. Oh my god. And, and it's uh, like, because it's, you know, I mean, I've never had like a, a a form to fill out where it's like, have you ever had sex with a prostitute? But they do ask, you know, pretty probing stuff. Just because they have to know, like, if you're coming in for something, what's your history? But it's, it's funny because he was asking it verbally and it wasn't just like on a form you can fill out. Right. <laughs> And because he already knew what was wrong. <laughs> right? Oh, that's, like he, yeah, he did. Oh, man. Uh, and then Kate was right there. Oh, so funny. Yeah. So good. Ja- like, Jack- he, was, he was purely, obviously, all of that was just to troll him. Yeah. He knew that he needed glasses, like, from the start. But Jack, Jack had a very small part in this episode, but it might be one of the best Jack sequences so far. At least for me. Just, because just, he's I just, mean, like, being fun and breezy and... A human yeah, being. he's not like being super weird or super touchy or like possessive yeah. of Kate. He's just being funny and jerking, jerking around. It's, you know, it was fun. I like the little, the better or worse scene. Yes. When they're testing out the different glasses. Yeah, it's all just, it's so fun. Yeah. It's good to counterbalance all the other shit that all happens. All the other shit, yeah. And then at the at the end of the sequence, or at the, at the end of this little B plot, when Kate thanks Jack for helping Sawyer, he says, I didn't do it for him. It's like, all right, we get it. <laughs> but even then, it's like, okay, fine. Y'all, you can have that one moment. Because that yeah. was, 
you earned it. That was all fun. But what I wanted to mention, I think is so, so unbelievably stupid. The creators have said that they've, before this moment, quote unquote, hinted at Sawyer's farsightedness. And that's totally why he was able to, like, really accurately gun down that polar bear that charged at him. But then when he tried to shoot the marshal in the heart, he fucked it up so bad. Is what? Because he's farsighted, so he has trouble with things okay. close up. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> sorry, but no. <laughs> like, is that, is that how that works even remotely? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> That's oh, such a stupid comment. So yeah, that that was something that has actually been said before. Like, in <laughs> Why bother even <laughs> trying to explain that stuff? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Oh, that's very funny. Yeah, so that's, this uh, subplot has a oh, purpose, man. and it is to excuse the fact that Sawyer fucked up when he tried to kill the marshal. I, you know what? I would have liked it if they had really doubled down on that. And anytime Sawyer gets in a fight with somebody, he just misses wildly. He like just if he sucks goes to, so bad it, when it's yeah, close up. <laughs> like he goes to tackle somebody, and he just jumps like three feet to the left of him. Well, not now because he's got those cool glasses that oh, I yeah. adore. Yeah, and, those uh, are probably comfortable. I know they're they're purely goofy, but it looks like one frame is black and one is white. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. Huh. Mm. Oh. What was what was that? Mm. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. Okay, that's fine. We'll just we'll, we can cut it and and duplicate it. That's <laughs> oh, how fuck audio fuck. works. <laughs> that can be. You can cut that noise in anytime I say something questionable. Oh like. God. <laughs> Just loop it. <laughs> like my <laughs> Sawyer Jack shit. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, so that's the that's our little B-plot. I don't know if you had anything else that actually stood out from it. but I liked when he said he's like, you got hyperopia, and oh, the look Sawyer's just like, what is oh, that? My, oh, my God, I'm, I've got ass cancer. <laughs> it's affecting my eyes. <laughs> he's like, you're, you're farsighted. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that whole sequence was a... Uh, was a nice turn from like the other times not that it's not that 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 jack and them have had bad scenes but anytime it's been lighthearted or flirty it's always just been kind of like like yeah get on with it but this was done better you know and other times we've had jack as a focal point it's all been like super depressing shit so yeah it was nice that he got to kind of interact with kate and sawyer in like a fun way because i feel like kate and sawyer have had a lot of that at this point like everything is so easy with them and they just have better on-screen chemistry i think yeah so jack got to kind of stick his foot in there a little bit this time and it didn't suck yep but that's about it for uh the fun happy part of this episode (laughs) are you gonna say your catchphrase what your catchphrase oh on to the meat of the the episode (laughs) (laughs) i was actually gonna try not to say that this time (laughs) Oh, oh come on Fine, yeah, onto the meat. There we go. The flashback meat, that is. The back meat. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right, well. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so giddy. I'm just really excited to talk about this episode. Oh, man. No, it's good. So... It's good. It comes across. It's good, it's good, good audio. <laughs> Fuck. So, yeah, we are seeing a much younger Locke than we saw in his last episode. It's pre-wheelchair. Yes. He's working retail he gets approached by this strange woman who says that she's his mother and i love the scene at the what what like the fucking walmart or whatever where he works yeah yeah where he gets hit by the car in the parking lot Mm -hmm. because this is like 
until we learn, you know, what happened to him to cause him to be in that wheelchair, there's going to be so many moments of like, oh, oh fuck, is this it? Right? Like, yeah, just no, so many random episode, jarring things. Like, oh, yeah, God, is, is this going to... Is this going to be it? Is this going to be it? Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Also, uh, the choice of mousetrap for the game that he's explaining is pretty... Oh, yes. Pretty excellent. Yes. Pretty I, excellent. I love... I love that. On, on so many levels. Like... Purely because of what happens to him in this episode, but then also, you know, who he becomes, right? Yeah, like, the before, if I would have picked a a board game to associate with Locke, I would have picked Risk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I think this is easier, like, because Risk, to so many people, is just such, like, a daunting game. Right. Yeah. Uh Trap's pretty straightforward, but I, I think I think it, it works really well. Like, if, if anybody picks up on it, they're like, ah, yes. Yeah, so we see he's talking to his mother. We learn that he was never adopted, but was raised in, quote, several foster homes. Yep. And then we get down to why she's there. She says he's special and part of a design, and they're meeting as a sign of things to come. Oh, and also, you don't have a father. You were immaculately conceived. Yeah, that was weird. I need to know what you thought during this scene. <laughs> it was already so much of like, What? That mm-hmm. when she, I, I knew she was going to say some weird shit. All I could think about was uh, Anakin Skywalker and Shmi Skywalker. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, um, but, uh, well, and also uh, Jesus. But um, uh, right. not, yes. not that that trope hasn't <laughs> been used quite a bit. <laughs> right. But so, so was there a moment where you believed that might be true? I don't know. Or were you just so caught off guard that it was even said? I, I mean... I'm not, I don't close my mind to anything in this show, but I was, yeah. I would say I'm probably, a little, I was a little more skeptical than normal just at that, because she already seemed like she was totally unhinged. Yeah, they kind of showed her doing a little, kind of like, I guess you would call it a ritual or whatever with, with her coffee, right? Like her hands were kind of shaking and she was doing things in a certain way and it's like, you could yeah, kind of tell she was stalking she, you know, him and just being weird. She's yeah, like, you, you okay, could tell that something was off. Yeah. Yeah. So then we, we pretty, pretty quickly get the reveal that. Yeah, that's not true. He does have a dad. <laughs> uh, he hires a PI and learns about his mom and that she was institutionalized for schizophrenia. And the PI found his father, too, but warns him, you know, this probably isn't a good idea. <laughs> but here you <Yeah>. go. <laughs> this normally doesn't end well. Yeah. Oh, and I will say just real quick about the mom. Yeah. I, 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 w- I would have accepted that, or I did accept that she could have believed what she was saying. Which we, which we talked we've talked about a lot in like I didn't think she was lying but I, okay. I thought that she okay she but you didn't think crazy. it was real you, but yeah, I could have but she I thought it. that just like okay. like Locke definitely believes in the things that he sees even if okay. people don't see them yeah it's a big running thread with this show is about right whatever you accept as reality is more important than what is actually happening yeah okay so so let's see we meet Anthony Cooper Anthony Cooper. Boy, oh boy. Does his name tie into anybody else so far? What do you mean? Oh, have we seen him before? No, or like, I was trying to remember any other character. Because like, we we see other flashbacks they've started to incorporate other characters in. Oh, okay. No, he's not. This is our first mention of Anthony Cooper. First time seeing him. That's what I thought, but I wanted to. Yeah. So he meets him. You know, it's understandably a little awkward at first. He says that he met his mom and that she says I was immaculately conceived. And he says, well, I guess that makes me God. Yeah. Which is just one of many lines in this episode that I had to, <laughs> had to point out. <laughs> and 
let's see, we get them, you know, kind of bonding, which obviously we now know why it happened so quickly and easily. But particularly the one instance that stood out that made me laugh was when he says, do you hunt? And Locke is like, oh, no, no. And he's so like mild mannered about it, right? Yeah. That's so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, it is. Seeing like young, innocent Locke. <laughs> that and like, I can't tell how old he's supposed to be because he's got like darker hair. He's not bald yet, but he's still like kind of has i mean obviously they do what they can with the fact that they have an actor that's the same age that's trying to play somebody younger right yeah i also don't really know how like what the target age was that's something in this show that is hilariously bad whenever we get a flashback of someone being aged down it always looks really bad well they yeah and it's like sometimes they get it but it's really easy to get because like with jack they just made him shave his face it's like oh he looks like a little boy now because he's clean shaven he's got like a little baby face we haven't seen a younger jack yeah we saw a younger jack with all the hospital stuff that was like two months before oh was it yeah Uh, now you mentioned that we will see a younger jack which is like infamously one of the worst (laughs) (laughs) oh no he basically we'll get into this when we get there but he has a wig to make him look younger and boy is it bad oh that's oh boy is it bad? That's exciting. That. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. So this this is not as bad as the uh, infamous Jack hair, but uh, it's it's pretty bad. So I also, again, as I think we've mentioned on this show before, I am so, so bad at guessing how old someone is supposed to be by looking at them. So I have no idea. All I can tell you is significantly younger than on the island. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are some people that, you know, I mean, especially if he was like raised in a bunch of foster homes, that can, I can imagine that would age you pretty quick. Yeah. Because that's not a very nice way to come up yeah i believe that and then you know he's already balding he's got the comb over going on so right yeah so then we see him later on conveniently stumbling in on cooper getting his treatment yeah his dialysis dialysis. you know it's so so many moments peppered throughout these flashbacks that just make you want to gag like when we see the scene of them hunting together and cooper says good shot son right like oh god saying all this like, saying everything that Locke wants to hear. And then we see that that all culminates in him deciding to donate his Cooper. His Cooper? <laughs> yeah. Donate his kidney to Cooper. I thought when, so, when uh, he walks in on him getting the uh, dialysis. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to he's gonna try to murder him to get his kidney. And I don't know why that was my first thought. Wow. <laughs> Uh, but I thought, like, I thought what was going to happen is he was going to shoot him in the back to take his kidney, and that was Holy what was going to paralyze Marshall. Locke. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty dark, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, I meant to ask you, so I guess that's a good good answer to that question. At what point during these flashbacks did you catch on to, like, something's very wrong here? Was it... It was, was really the... kind of strange from the beginning. Yeah. But when he does the dialysis thing at the end of that, I was like... Something's gonna. Yeah. Then happen. you knew. Okay. There. Yeah. This is why. This is. Happening. But I thought something way. I mean, it's still dark. But I thought there was gonna be a different chain of events. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for him to like. Oh, look, a bird, and then Locke goes to shoot, and then the other guy <laughs> fucking shoots him right in the back. Woo! Damn. But uh, it's not what happens. Yeah. It's almost sadder. Not. Not too far off. Oh, it's much, much more depressing. Yeah. Because the last thing he says to him is, "See you on the other side, son." Yep. Which is another... It's a phrase we hear a lot. That, yes, it is. 
It is a phrase we hear a lot. That's why I wanted to point it out. Mm-hmm. There we go. And then the tragic, tragic last scene in the flashback, which is when we were, when I hopped on last night for our other weekly online chat, I was still emotional from because I had just finished watching this episode. Oh, no. Which, again, y'all, this was my ninth time watching this episode. And I still cried when, uh, not not when he wakes up in the hospital. When he's in the car. Yeah, when, so he wakes up in the hospital, Cooper's gone, the nurse isn't even aware that it was his dad. His mom's in the room, and she says, I'm sorry, it was his idea, I needed, I needed the money. Ugh, God. And she says, you know, the whole immaculately conceived thing was his idea, he said, is the only way, you know, that it would work and that you would come to him. So, oof, God. So, that doesn't make me cry, that just makes me angry. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But when Locke goes to his house, and that security guard has to not let him in, which, first of all, I feel really bad for that guy, um, for having to work yeah. for Mr. Cooper. Um, but yes, the breakdown that we see in the car, and especially with the sequence of events that are happening in the episode, it's so close to when we see his breakdown on the island that it just destroys me every time i watch it yeah it was uh man i mean i knew he was gonna have a tragic backstory yeah (laughs) but this is just such an exquisite way to fuck somebody over and just like just like literally get a piece of them and then like leave them behind it's just like yeah it's so weird and so so incredibly fucked up fucked up yeah it's it's like diabolical almost yeah it is He's a he's a pretty good con artist, Mr. Anthony Cooper. It's, yeah. Yeah. To, to not even, like, to, to just immediately break off contact with him, right? Like, couldn't you at least just, like, pretend to give a fuck about him afterwards? Like, was right? it, like, I mean, like, it, it didn't seem like he had a job. Like, he's just, like, a rich guy. Like <laughs> Yeah, he's like just he a rich a dude. Can you just have one other companion that you don't you really just care about? hang out with him once a week. Yeah, but he gave you a fucking organ, so, like... <laughs> God. Come on, bud. Yeah, like, fuck. Like, like I was, <laughs> part of me when Locke was staring through those, the Iron Gate, I was like, is this house about to explode with the power of Locke's mind? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like waiting for some fire starter shit to happen. <laughs> if only. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, God, it's just such a creative way to crush somebody. Yep. Yeah, that's really the only way, only way I can put it. It was just, uh, it was... and it really kind of explains how specific Locke's, like, trauma slash obsession is. Yeah, exactly. So it's so easy to see him up until this point as purely, like, yes, we've been talking about all along how he really does believe these things that he's saying on the island, right? He's not yes. purely just trying to gain power or something, right? He's not manipulating people just to manipulate them. He believes what he's doing. Yeah. And we know from from Walkabout that, like, he was a pretty broken man. And, you know, the island, quote-unquote, fixed him. But, like, this episode just really drives it home to the point where it even, you know, makes you pause for a second and think, like, oh, you know, maybe he's got a point. Like, with, with all, you know, everything that he's... How drastically his life has changed on the island. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a direct parallel, obviously. Yeah, yeah. With, I mean, I guess we'll get to the, the island stuff, but where he's, you know, something is getting, was like given to him and is being taken away. And he's being taken away. Yeah, exactly. 
That so was it, really yeah. hard. Like that was brutal. That scene where mm-hmm. he's just like, "Why are you? Why are you taking this away from me?" It was like, Oof. yeah, we will. We'll get there. Yep, we'll get there. I got a lot to say about that one. <laughs> so anyway, on to the rest of the meat of the episode. Yep. Boone and Locke, we see, are now trying a trebuchet to try to break the glass on the hatch. Boone reveals they've been doing this for two weeks. He says, we've been coming out here for two weeks and I still don't know your story. And Locke says, my story would bore you. God. <laughs> nah, not, hun, it wouldn't. <laughs> not true, but yeah. it's an easy cop out, I guess. But then Trebuchet breaks. It doesn't work in the slightest. And we see the first of his kind of desperation come out, right? He says this was supposed to work. Yeah. And then we see that his leg has been wounded and he didn't feel it. There's a big old piece of freaking debris has <laughs> been stabbed into his leg or shrapnel. Or I mean, whatever. yeah, he got like like six inches of metal shrapnel in his leg. Yep. And he didn't feel it. Um, we see him testing the feeling in his legs later. He can't feel anything. He burns the bottom of his foot. Doesn't feel it. Yep. That was pretty hardcore. Yeah. He's pretty terrified. <laughs> They're... They're back at it again. You know, this whole episode, we see that, you know, Boone maybe wasn't as brainwashed as we thought, right? He's definitely questioning Locke. Like, why are we still doing this, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Boone's also just seems like kind of a fickle, just like a, you know what I mean? He's a fickle person. Yeah, but I mean, he he still at least, like, has his own mind, right? Like, he's not... No, that's what I mean. Like, he's just like, oh, he just seems like someone that would bounce from one thing to another because he's not like, oh, this is entertaining me anymore. You know what I mean? He seems like one of those people. Yeah, even I if guess. he did, even if he did like have that crazy experience, he's just kind of like, oh, I'm getting bored of this. Yeah, I have to yeah. entertain myself. And I you know, nothing. I've uh, my stepsister in like a month. <laughs> he was so in awe of Locke, and it, maybe Locke in the past two weeks hasn't done enough to uh, kind of keep that sense of wonder, right? Like he's not doing cool shit every day like he was in the beginning. So Boone is like, I'm over this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's very common and that's an issue with cults. Is yeah. Like you you got to keep them. You got to keep delivering. Keep them engaged. Yeah. So they're back at it again. Locke says everything breaks if you apply the right force. Uh, Boone says, yeah. what if it doesn't? And he says, then the island will tell us what to do. Yeah, he slips. He's like, then the island will... Mm. Yeah. And Boone's like, the Whoops. fuck did you just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then he doubles down later. Yeah. Boone is done. He's like, we just can't open it. And we get our, don't tell me what I can't do. Mm-hmm. He says, we didn't find this by accident. We're supposed to open it. You know, Boone says, if we're supposed to open it, then why haven't we opened it yet? And Locke says, the island will send us a sign. All that's happening now is our faith is being tested. Yeah. So, whew, boy. Yeah, it's intense. That's a lot. He's unyielding in his, and that's like important. If you're gonna, oh, yeah. If you're going to oh, yeah. like us, uh, like. You gotta buy in, you know, yeah, 100% exactly. all in. Exactly. Especially after he's <laughs> knocked someone out, drugged them, and tied them up. <laughs> right, mean, right. You're, you, if you aren't committed by that point. <laughs> yeah. And and that's what's so compelling to me about this episode is this is the first time that we really, truly are seeing that he is all in. He really believes all of this. He has unyielding faith in the island. Yeah. And it kind of... Gives me pause a little bit. Obviously not excusing anything that he's done, but I feel like it it's, uh, gives him the benefit of the doubt a little bit in that he is just so swept up in all of this, right? He's not some, 
conniving cult leader, he's, or I guess, you know, he's not, he's not like detached. He, he really, truly is along for the ride with all these people that he's trying to drag in with him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's like what every other character episode does, even with characters that are not quite as likable, where yeah. it, it, it really paints them very sympathetically. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's the thing, like, you know, most, most cult leaders start off, you know, buying into their own shit. Yeah. And then at some point later, it becomes just for the money or for right. sexual reasons or whatever. But yeah, but he's I mean, I mean, not that he's he didn't really have a one guy is not really a cult, I guess. But he is using this to kind of manipulate people. But yeah. he is 100 percent in on it. And he and you can just you can tell how much he is in on it by how much his like when he doesn't understand what's happening, it like crushes him. Yeah, it completely unravels. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, he has his vision. He sees the plane crashing over the island. He sees his mom pointing at the plane. He sees Boone covered in blood, which is exactly what he what Boone looks like at the end of the episode. I don't know if you noticed that. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's something he uh, neglects to tell Boone about. Oh, the blood? <laughs> the, well, he tells him everything about his vision except the fact that he also, that Boone that was also severely fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but um, I'm going to go ahead and guess it. I would say intentional. Yeah. Yeah. We get our <laughs> Boone. Boone is saying Teresa falls up the stairs. Teresa falls down the stairs. Yeah. That was really creepy. Locks back in his wheelchair. He says, no, please don't take it back. And then he wakes up. Mm-hmm. So holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a really intense flashback. Yeah. Or dream or vision or whatever. Yeah. A vision, I guess you would call it. Uh, yeah, I'm calling it a vision. Yeah, I'd call it a vision. So he, Locke tells Boone, time to go back to work. And again, Boone is over it. But then Locke tells him about the dream. And he says, who's Teresa? Mm-hmm. And Boone is like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> How the yeah, fuck did you know that? <laughs> yeah, he, t- he ties him in with that with that one little fact that he shouldn't know. Exactly, yeah. I also want to pause it. So, I... I I think we've probably talked about this before, but I wonder if Locke had that vision and it directed him towards something, or if he had that vision and manifested it. So, like, because he had that had that sequence, like, obviously the Teresa thing is that already happened, but yeah. specifically the plane and Boone, Boone being bloody. Like if he if that was like a, he manifested that and he even manifested it with a piece of information that would allow him to convince Boone, not intentionally, but just through the interaction of his mind with the island that they're on. You think that he manifested the physical plane being Possibly. there and and the and the bodies and everything? Yeah, who knows? I mean, honestly, who knows? Okay, I mean, because so much of it is is based on the character's perception of it. Right. Okay. And and so I I think it makes me look back at other things that have happened as maybe that was a manifestation of thoughts that people are having, like finding like pe- people want, you know, they want to maybe see some other signs of life on the islands. You know, they found quote unquote Adam and Eve in the caves, and then they okay, you know, so how much of it is purposefully that way for them, and how much of it is is it. Maybe the maybe it's I mean maybe manifesting it is not the right 
thing to put it, but if the island is like pulling from their subconscious to create a reality, giving them, giving them what that, they want to see. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's really interesting. I would hold on. To I that. I don't. It wouldn't surprise me if that's possible based on everything yeah. else that's happened. <laughs> yeah. So as they're they're walking, following where he saw the plane crash in his dream, he he's having trouble walking. He stumbles, and that's when they find the rosary and the priest skeleton. Yeah. So it's a Nigerian priest, or maybe not a priest, because he has a bunch of cash in his pocket and a gun. And a gun. <laughs> um, Locke says, based on the clothing decomposition, decomp- it could be he could be two years old or ten years old. Yeah. Which contradicts what Jack said about Adam and Eve, because he said it would be forty or fifty years for the clothes to. Yeah. Again, just kind of like whatever's yeah, convenient so like, to explain whatever. the situation. Yeah. So I guess what this. You know, what What we want to take from this is that, assuming that Locke is probably accurate, it, this is kind of a, a relatively recent plane crash, I would say. Ten years or less. Yeah, I mean, just by the fact that he had a Glock, like a, like <laughs> yeah. a Gen 3 Glock in his in his pants or whatever, I'd say it's probably pretty recent. <laughs> Boom. I, I got the, sorry, sorry, real quick. When oh, I yeah. first saw that corpse, I was like, oh, it's another, like, Adam and Eve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but then they... They find all that money and then they pull like a Glock from the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. the late 90s. I was like, okay, well, that's not, that's not it. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of strange. Not some ancient nope. figure from the island. <laughs> Boone is really freaked out. He's just, he's now noticing that Locke is struggling to use both of his legs, not just the one that got stabbed. Yeah. He says, we need to go back and see Jack. And Locke says, Jack wouldn't know the first thing about what's wrong with me. <laughs> and then he, he tells Boone, presumably... The only other person who knows is Walt, right? Call back to when he said, I have a secret, you know, you want to hear a secret or whatever. Oh, we that's right. We assume that that's the secret that he told Walt. Yeah, we, we never yeah. got confirmation. So Walt might also know, but certainly nobody else knows. So now he's telling Boone. He says, this island changed me. It made me whole. And now it's trying to take it back. And I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, you and I are here for a reason. There's something we're meant to find to help us get into the hatch. Boone is sold again by this, and honestly, like, aren't you sold also? Like, that's oh hell yeah, I'd be sold. Compelling. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be sold. And Especially again, just like given all the other stuff that's going on. Yeah, sure. Yeah, man. Everything, everything that's happening to Locke, like maybe I wouldn't do anything too much different than what he's doing. Like, if I was paralyzed and then all of a sudden not paralyzed anymore, you know, on this island, and then. I start to not be able to walk again. Like, I don't know. I would take that as some kind of divine sign, right? Like, oh gosh, what am I supposed to be doing? You know, it just, it would be so easy to fall into that. Yeah, I mean, I would be forced to, like, kind of move outside of my rational mind and be like, I have to do something (laughs) to to fix this. Like, what? The... I, I landed on this island, I got my legs back, and now the island's saying I gotta start sacrificing people. Well, yeah, and you're surrounded by all these folks people. that you don't care about, you have no attachment to, you oh, have no yeah. responsibility for, and they're just going along with what you say, so... It's time to get Old Testament on these... Yeah, I'm gonna do anything I can to maintain the ability to walk. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, again, this whole this whole episode, like, it really makes you... It makes Locke make sense. Yeah. Which is scary oh yeah it's terrifying because because he he, he's (laughs) definitely like 
it should not it, none of it should make sense but it makes it right. like oh i get it i get it and i'm like oh maybe i shouldn't get it you know but exactly it's just the power of storytelling there's so much about him that's so compelling and will continue to be compelling exactly that is why there have been entire watch throughs of this show where i'm like hell yeah i'm behind lock 100 right <laughs> he's <laughs> got the so most interesting motivation anymore. yeah so far so boone tells lock about Teresa. And then Locke sees the plane. Yep. And uh, Locke says that Boone is going to have to climb up and find out what's inside it. And doesn't mention, again, that's probably going to lead to Boone not being Yeah, so doesn't well. mention a pretty significant part of his vision, which he probably, I, yeah, definitely intentional that he's definitely, not yes. Boone yes. about that. But also, like, probably just didn't matter to him, right? No, I don't think it does. Like... Oh, yeah, oops, I forgot you were covered in blood in that vision. But uh, more importantly, this plane. It has <laughs> right? to happen. The, yeah. It has to happen. It has to happen, exactly. Um, the island is testing him. So they find another, he, Boone finds another skeleton on the plane. And he also finds a ha- shit ton uh, of mo- heroin. Mother Mary full of heroin. How convenient. Or should Boy. I say super duper inconvenient. God, I was like, oh, no, Charlie, no. Yeah, yeah, we'll just leave that there. Yep. (laughs) Um, So yeah, bunch of fucking heroin. Uh, Locke, I think it's pretty significant when when Boone uh, gets into the plane and kind of cries out as if he's found something, Locke stands up. And Mm -hmm. then when Boone throws the statue out of the plane and Locke sees what's in it and Boone is essentially saying this plane is useless, Locke falls back down. Yeah. uh, And says, I don't understand. But then Boone notices the radio this whole sequence, I think, is super important. We need to talk about for a second. Okay. So what exactly happens is Boone tries the radio and it works, but the plane starts shifting, right? And Locke panics and tells him to get out. Mm-hmm. And he yep. says, oh, there's no time. There's no time to try the radio. Just get out. I don't know how closely you're paying attention to me. I think that Locke starts to panic when boom when he hears the static of the radio not when the plane starts to shift oh interesting so we see we hear the radio static but when when we hear that audio we're we're looking from Locke's perspective so Locke can hear it too it must be a loud feedback right Locke notices that and he's like oh shit right (laughs) yeah and then the plane starts to move i did not Think about that. It all happens very quickly. Interesting take. Yeah. So it all happens very quickly. And then, did you hear what they said on the radio? No, I could barely make it out. I mean, it was. I I know they acknowledged something about the oceanic flight, but I I couldn't pick up anything else. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and tell you because it is subtitled. If you had watched with subtitles, it would have said, you know, it's not like intentionally garbled, like you're not supposed to know. However. Odd side note, the subtitles are incorrect, <laughs> on Hulu at least, but huh. it is subtitled, so I'm going to tell you. Okay. Boone says, we're the survivors of Oceanic Gate 15, and the person on the radio says, we're the survivors of Oceanic Gate 15. What? dun 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 <laughs> What the so, fuck? That's that exchange. Is that all that's said? They say a bunch of stuff, don't they? Well, they say, it's like, is someone there? Hello, can you hear me? Is someone there? And Boone is like, we're the, you know, I'm one of the survivors of Oceanic 815. And then on the other end, you hear, what? We're the survivors of Oceanic 815. Ugh. What? (laughs) (laughs) 
God almighty. What is happening? <laughs> so, I'm only telling you that because that was... Too much in one episode. Fair game had you been watching with subtitles, but I, I don't know why the, the Hulu subtitles are wrong. But yeah. So anyway, that's... We have nothing else to go on with that. I just wanted to make sure you heard that. What did the incorrect ones say? The incorrect subtitles on Hulu say there were no survivors of Oceania 15. That's a huge difference. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so garbled. Also, I find that subtitles on Hulu are wrong a lot. Oh. So I don't know if it's like that on other, you know, streaming sources for the show. But Hulu is also is always annoying me with how inaccurate their subtitles are. Huh. That You know what? Honestly, that almost... I'm so suspicious of this show that almost makes me think that they did that on purpose to, like, add another layer of mystery. And oh, so, like, I don't think so. When people talk about it, they're like, what do you mean it said no. this? Mine said this. If there's on a TV show where the audio is supposed to be indiscernible, then they don't subtitle it, right? It just says, like, garbled audio or whatever right like you're supposed to know that something was said but that you couldn't hear it or they do the thing where it's like the words and then they do dash 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 and yeah, yeah 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 but no we were supposed to hear that but we we're supposed to uh dismiss it because of all the shit that's going on in the scene but yeah that's what's said that's uh god <laughs> all right we'll file that one file that away because we got more to talk about today yep. yeah we do lock carries boone on his back to the caves gives him to jack he says there was an accident. Boone fell off a cliff near the place where we were hunting. And Jack yeah. asks him to say exactly what happened, but Locke is already gone. Yep. And then we see Locke at the hatch. And he says, I've done everything you asked of me, so why did you do this to me? He's banging on the hatch and crying and screaming. And then a light turns on. God. And then the God. end. <laughs> also, like, uh, so when the, when he rescues Boone from the plane, like it it's like you can see him getting all of his strength back. Yep. Because he he picks his ass up and carries him out of there. Yep. And then, yes, so the final scene is that a light turns on. Yep. And then it ends. And I cursed very vehemently <laughs> at the television when that happened. So. Even though I knew that's how it was going to end because that's how they do you. <laughs> Uh, what, what are your, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? The fact that, uh, he got his strength back and then the light turns on. What? Just tell me everything that's going on in your head in this, this last sequence here. I mean, so it's very, I guess it's, nothing is very clear, but. <laughs> nope. That's for sure. What I, there's a couple different things that could be happening. One, like I talked about with the manifestation stuff or that the island is pulling from his mind and when he's doing things that make him feel like he's supposed to be doing them, then it changes his reality. Or what is probably more likely than that is that there there is something, someone, something monitoring, or the let's just say this, the island, capital T, capital I, TM, is monitoring his progress, I guess, to uncovering more, I guess, about the island, and, and is okay. almost... It'll help, like, it'll give him his legs, basically, as long as he's moving in the right direction. Okay. And if he's not, then it takes that away from him slowly as, like, more motivation, essentially. I think that's pretty, pretty reasonable. So how does the plane factor into that? Is it purely, because, you know, they got nothing of use from the plane. Was it purely the fact that Locke did what the island wanted him to do? And so this light is, like, a reward? 
Could be that. I mean, also, I don't... I have no reason to believe they're not going to go back to the plane. Mm -hmm. I think it's a huge smoking gun that has heroin. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. (laughs) So I I, I know they're going to go back to the plane. Right. So it's him finding the plane and interacting with it was important. Whether that's because it was a morale thing for him or because he's literally fulfilling requests of the island TM. Mm-hmm. I'm. I don't know, but it. It. it whatever it was, it, it was important for him to do that, and then he got his essentially a reward of of seeing the light. Yep. Literally seeing the light. Man, when that light turned on, I wanted to just do a backflip. <laughs> Would have broken another, my other ankle. Oh but, uh, no. Oh man, it was so satisfying, and then incredibly dissatisfying when this the episode ended. But I just I know that's how it's gonna be. It just oh, don't you worry. Me. Stuff is stuff is there's, really there's only three episodes now. left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This 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 big old snowballs gathering snow as it goes yep. down the hill. And then like, uh, so when they first tried to break it, I thought, well, and it didn't work. And then he had the vision. I thought maybe they're gonna find something in the plane that is, you know, like if they could find something that was stainless steel or mm-hmm. cer- like a hard ceramic. You know, like, they talk about you can break, it's easy to break windows if you have, like, broken spark plugs because of the ceramic in them is super sharp. Okay. So I, I was thinking that they were going to find something, and that's why when it fell over, I, I still thought, well, this is not a big deal because it's, they can still salvage whatever's in it. But yeah, that, yeah. Did, that didn't even turn out to be, or at least so far, that's not important for him to get to get more island Yeah. Well, assurance. Do you or, think, like... Obviously, that all happened very quickly, and he had to rush Boone back to Jack. I know we've just said we think that we're going to revisit the plane again, because obviously the reveal with yeah. all the heroin. But do you think that um, John is going to go right back to see if, you know, there's actually something no. used there? Or do you think it was purely the experience that was what? I think it's purely was... the experience. Okay. I'm not saying he's never going to go back, right. but the fact that the light turned on... I think he's he got immediately he forgotten yep. about the plane. <laughs> yep. Plane? What plane? The light turned on. Boone? Who's Boone? Who's what? Boone? What happened to Boone? Yeah, who cares? Oh, that guy I had drugged. I don't give a <laughs> shit. My legs are working. Also, yeah. I was not expecting the hatch to be part of like a cylindrical... Oh, I, I guess I kind of mentioned that. But I was thinking like it was going to be either as they dig out, it was just going to be one big metal plate or it was going to be like a tiny little shaft but it's like this weird cylinder oh yeah we saw that last episode though oh um, remember when they it zooms in on the side and you see the numbers yeah but i guess that didn't quite get the scale of it oh okay yeah it's uh it's very weird (laughs) it's like the like the top and bottom are solid sheets but the side is like a multiple like it's a row of thin long cylinders really weird do you now that you know we're seeing more of it uncovered, and you're you're seeing that it's not exactly what you thought it was going to look like, does that make you think of anything like the origin? What the origin might be? Do you think that it is just something that has always been there and will always be there, or is it man-made, or is it some kind of alien craft? Do you have? <laughs> I mean, it looks like that. It looks like somebody buried the ISS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that, yeah. That. Uh, I don't really have a better way of, to put how I felt about it. It no, looks like somebody fair. buried the ISS. Okay. Um, like a spacecraft underground. 
Right. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll learn more. Well. Whatever whatever it is I always say. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll learn more. Yeah, we'll learn more. We'll find out is uh, not always an accurate thing to say, but we will always learn more. Yeah, I have heard from other people that have watched the show that you should not have the expectation that all of your questions will be answered. Oh, no, definitely not. Okay. You should, I think, have the expectation that all of your questions will be given enough, you know, for you to interpret that you could kind of draw your own conclusions, but you certainly will not be receiving definitive answers to all your questions. Gotcha. Which is, you know, one area where a lot of people get pissy about this show, and I think they need to just sit down and shut up. It's yeah, about the journey. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's an acceptable way to It's about the journey, not the destination with Lost <laughs> very much. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else did we have? Oh, what, what do you think is going to be uh, Boone's fate? <sighs> I think he'll live. You think he'll live and you think Locke's dirty laundry is going to be aired? <laughs> no, I don't because... You don't? Because Claire didn't remember anything. So they set the precedent for the, the possibility of people just forgetting important shit. Oh, okay. So you think he'll... He'll live, but he's not. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, he'll come back and be like, oh. What happened? What's up, guys? Last thing I remember was uh, being real hard about my stepsister, so. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Well, yeah, we'll find out. Or learn more, or whatever. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, if I had a dollar for every time you said that, (laughs) I could buy advertising for this show. Oh, man. Well, the next episode is called Do No Harm. Do no harm. Well, that's going to be a bad check. <laughs> that's easy. That's easier than Deus Ex Machina being about Locke. Yeah. I mean, maybe. <clears throat> <laughs> You're so bad at that. Okay, this one's really obvious. All right, sorry. Fucking sue me. No, it's fine. It's just, I, I don't know why you try to backtrack. Because <laughs> <laughs> I should have been like, well, I don't know. Maybe well, I don't not. Know. Your, uh yeah again okay. your po- poker voice is uh not always 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. i try <laughs> it's fine this is not i honestly like i'm glad when i can nail predictions but sometimes it's so on the nose that i you know what i feel a little you know redeemed being able to guess this one <laughs> compared yeah. to some other ones in the past i'm trying to remember what comes after do no harm but i feel like it's another obvious one there's like three of... more episodes. You know how badly I wanted to watch through the rest of the season tonight? Yes. I'm so glad you say that. <laughs> I was like, I'm also so glad that you didn't do it. God damn it. I mean, we fit. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to because we had to record, but I was right. like, Ugh. But uh, yeah, there's, there's two Do they more... title finale like they title it pilot? No. Or do they give names? Oh. The finale. No, they're all, they're all titled. I'm not. <laughs> wow. I almost told you what the finale is titled. I'm not doing that until we get there. We have, I believe, two episodes left, and then a. We'll have to work out the deets because on Hulu it's a three-part finale, but it aired as like a two-part finale. So I don't know what it is for you. I just have twenty-two episodes listed. Okay, we'll have to we'll have season. to talk about that off-air how we want to do that. But is it a two-hour finale? It's uh, two and it's it's three three episodes length. But so, when so it aired does the finale on... start the next episode? No, there's two more regular episodes left. Oh, holy and shit. And then the finale, yeah. A three-hour finale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! So the way, it, the way it aired on TV, I believe, was part one aired, like, it was 
insert finale title here, part one, one week. And then the following week was the two-hour season finale event, you know, okay. episode title, part two. But for whatever reason, it has been split into three parts in some, you know, send it. Well, I know why. It's it's for reruns. Oh, yeah. Interesting, though. It's, I've never heard of a show doing that. Uh, I think a lot of shows do that. No, I mean, in terms of, like, doing a... I've seen two-hour finales, but I've never seen them group them into a, a three-episode finale, but then split it oh, yeah. 33, 67. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have to talk about how we want to split that up in terms of us watching and recording. But I God. think if you if it's available to you in the three parts, I think we need to do it as three separate episodes because there's just so much to talk about. It's either going to be three separate episodes or two incredibly long episodes. <laughs> Or, or one, or one incredibly long. long episode. My poor <laughs> <Yeah>. wife is... <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, yeah. <clears throat> Woo! Woo! Um, audience, if you're still listening after that conversation, <laughs> reach out to us and let us know. I still want to know. I think we asked this last week, but if you're watching for the first time or if you're watching for the ninth time like I am... Uh, reach out and let us know. We'd love to hear from, you know, as many of you guys as we can to kind of get a, get an idea of the statistics there. And I really want to know, especially if this is not your first time watching the show, how you have interpreted the character of Locke over multiple viewings. Did you feel one way the first time you watched and another way subsequently? Are we changing your minds at all with how we break down all the horrible things he does? Or (laughs) are we having... Are we not having any impact on your opinion of him? Yeah. Let us know. You can reach out to us on Twitter at Jungle of Mystery, on Instagram at Jungle of Mystery Pod, or through our email, which is Jungle of Mystery Pod at gmail.com. Yep. And the podcast is available on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and did I ever say Stitcher? You did say Stitcher. Hmm. It's Stitcher, but. Sometimes? But Stitcher's weird. Stitcher's weird. <laughs> it's available on Stitcher sometimes. <laughs> it, it, it's weird. We, we publish it through Anchor, so it's sometimes it makes it and sometimes it doesn't, but yeah. regardless. Well, um, Locke clearly doesn't give a shit about this, but for the rest of us, uh, if we can't live together, we're gonna die alone. What's yeah. up, guys? Yeah, last time last time I was remember, last time I... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Bye.